0: This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Leif Bakken. The Pillage starts now. Hey,
1: everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Purple Pillage. I'm Leif Bach and Neil Roberts out of the office this week, but Chris Price with us. Thanks for joining me, Chris.
0: Thanks for having me, Leif. I'm excited to be part of the show today.
1: Just a reminder, the Purple Pillage brought to you by Four Bears Casino and Lodge. Check out Speedway Speedwagon, January 20th at Four Bears, located four miles west of Newtown, North Dakota. Tickets available now. Well, Chris, a big week for the Vikings as they come back home and take on the Bengals, and they do it in winning fashion.
0: They do. There was a great game from the defense and from the offense. Both sides put it together this week.
1: You know, a lot of good things to talk about this week for this Vikings team. Case Keenum went 20 for 23 with 236 yards. Two touchdowns and no interceptions. Unfortunately, he did get sacked twice, but it's an offensive line that's starting to recover again from a little bit of illness and injury.
0: Yeah, and with some of their players coming back and their backups being really good fill-ins for the time being, the Vikings are going to be looking at a really good offensive line going into the playoffs if everyone comes back healthy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think... As long as everyone stays healthy and is able to come back, the playoffs look pretty bright for the Vikings if they have locked it up. Yeah, with
0: the win over the Bengals, the Vikings clinched that NFC North championship and looking really well for the playoffs.
1: The biggest thing is the Eagles have to lose their next two and the Vikings have to win out. And then the Vikings will flip-flop with the Eagles and that'll turn into the bye for the Vikings. As we talk a little bit more about what the Vikings did this week, Uh, Latavius Murray had 20 carries for 76 yards. Derek McKinnon had a couple of catches and some running yards as well. Stephon Diggs with a big TD catch, and Kyle Rudolph to help out with that as well. Adam Thielen always doing great on three receptions and 30 yards. The defense, Chris, doing what they do best, stopping the run and stopping the ball and holding the Bengals to only seven.
0: Yeah, and it definitely helps with uh, the defensive side you know, holding out and they got two interceptions, one run back for a pick six. Bengals were only allowed 46 rushing yards. Pretty big point for the Vikings defensive this game.
1: Yeah, a lot of guys to talk about. Eric Kendricks, Brian Robison, Xavier Rhodes always doing what he does best. A lot of those defensive linemen doing what they do best. Kind of a slaughtering for the Bengals, and the Vikings able to hold out.
0: Now, as you said, yeah, one of the interceptions was from Eric Kendricks. Terrence Newman had the other one. Uh, Eric Kendricks did have that pick six. Yeah, if the Vikings play this way on defense and offense, they're going to be looking pretty great for the playoffs, and I have no doubt that the defense will be sticking to their guns and doing the same thing the next following weeks.
1: One of the big highlights of the game, Chris, was the return of Teddy Bridgewater, maybe not in the fashion he wanted, but the U.S. Bank Stadium came to its feet and became what I heard was the loudest it's ever been in that stadium.
0: Yeah, there was a standing ovation when Bridgewater came in uh, the fourth quarter, and watching videos of that and seeing the fans and his teammates stand up and giving up standing ovation and how emotional that place was. It must've been really nice for Teddy Bridgewater to feel that love coming back.
1: Yeah. You could see in his eyes that he, uh, he was very emotional and uh, what a big moment that is for him to come back after a terrible injury.
0: Right. And with Bridgewater coming back, he probably didn't come back in the fashion he wanted, did throw an interception early on. I did see uh, a comparison that one of his first passes starting in college was an interception, but we all saw how his college career went.
1: With that being said, let's move on to our Player of the Week. Brought to you by the Vegas Motel, located on North Hill in Minot, North Dakota. North Dakota Texas Hold'em Championship coming up December 29th through January 1st here in Minot, North Dakota. Check it out at thevegasmotel.com slash poker tournament. Well, Chris, our Player of the Week going to be Eric Kendricks, as you alluded to. And we talked about him having a big pick six that really helped things go. He had five total tackles and three solo tackles along with a tackle for a loss. So that's huge for the defense and big for his career as i believe that was his second
0: yeah eric kendricks has been one of the top players of the defense this year and since he's been drafted he's been getting better and better each year and he's going to be a big part of this defense for quite a while
1: eric kendricks you're player of the week again brought to you by the vegas motel the check them out all right chris we check out what's happening the vikings have to travel to green bay and take on the Packers, who will be without Aaron Rodgers, as I think this was kind of a call with the Falcons beating Tampa Bay. They decided, let's play this safe. Aaron Rodgers needs to get healed up a little bit more. We're going to put Brett Hudley in, and he's going to get some more playing time. They also brought Joe Callahan back to the active roster. The biggest thing is to make sure Rodgers is healthy. While well, the Packers don't get sweet revenge, and the Vikings don't get to lay it on a little harder.
0: Yeah, the Vikings, I feel... They will do well against Hundley. They did last game when he came in. And, you know, yeah, we don't want to count the Packers out without Rodgers. Definitely don't want to chalk it up to an easy win. Uh, it's definitely division rival for sure, but I feel the Vikings are going to have a great chance without that playmaker behind the center. One of the
1: big things, Chris, to me is that in the second half of this season for the Vikings, they had eight games in the second half and only three of them are at home and that was this week against the Bengals back against the Rams which was a huge win and then the last game coming up against the Bears but right now it's going to be big to be on the road and be in Green Bay and come up with that W.
0: Yeah it's going to be definitely one of the harder places to travel to and deal with the crowd and pull off a victory.
1: Once again the Vikings need to win out on their end and to get the number one seed, along with the Eagles losing both their games. And then it's a bye week for the Vikings. But we still have two weeks left in the regular season. Thanks again, Chris, for filling in for Neil this week.
0: Thanks for having me. appreciate it.
1: And that'll do it for this episode of the Purple Pillage, brought to you by NDDOT. It's wintertime, folks, so don't forget to be safe out there on the roads. For Chris Bryce and Neil Roberts, I'm Lee Bakken. And until next time, pillage on!